I can be happy, I can be sad, I can be good, or I can be bad, it all depends on you. In the summer of 1949, NBC TV approached Carlton Morse with the possibility of coming to New York to put one man's family on television. Because the entire production would need to be recast, Morse had to audition a whole new group of actors. Mercedes McCambridge, who'd played on I Love a Mystery in Hollywood, was now working in New York and cast, while Russell Thorson was cast as Henry Barber. Morse flew back and forth from New York to L.A. On May 25, 1949, Mutual Broadcasting presented an episode of the Family Theater called The Man with a Plow. Morse wrote and directed the episode from Hollywood. It was then that he had the idea of rebooting I Love a Mystery. Episodes would be recorded and transcribed, allowing actors with other commitments to take roles. Morse approached Thorson about starring, and the Cambridge about doing supporting parts. The cast soon rounded out, with Jim Bowles as Doc, and Tony Randall as Reggie. Everyone who knows about radio and who's a radio fan will remember you as a Reggie York on I Love a Mystery. Mm -hmm. And uh, you were in the reincarnation of that series. As I was the second time around, yes. Right. They put the entire series on from the first to last episode twice. Right, right. Mm -hmm. They did The original series was on from four, 39 to 44, and then you came in on in 49, right? The end of the, end I, of the 40s. I guess about that's about right. Uh, I guess so. But uh, this was a Carlton E. Morse epic also. Right. And he used, let's see, the Paul of the original radio series was the Jack in the original I Love right. Mystery. Paul of uh, One Man's Family was Jack. Right, right. And the, the same thing when, we, when he did it on television. The Paul on television was the Jack on this revival of the radio series I Love a Mystery. That was Russ Thorson. Morse received $1,000 per week from Mutual to write the show. But rather than write new scripts, he simply re-recorded the original episodes with minor revisions and title changes. Russell Thorson and his wife helped Morse out with continuity. I Love a Mystery would re-debut over Mutual Broadcasting on October 3, 1949, at 7.45 p.m. Eastern Time. The cast assembled a couple of times per week to record. Each new show was recorded on 16-inch discs, airing weeknights for 15 minutes. Broadcasting System presents I Love the Mystery.
Carlton Morse Adventure Thriller. There's a murdered man in this boxcar. Now do you believe? Now do you believe in the power of the maestro? I believe you've committed murder. Doc. Yeah. Yeah, Jack? Have you got that flashlight? Yeah. Yeah, I got here somewhere. Yeah, here it is. Wait, before you turn on the light. Wait for nothing. Just until I clap my hands twice. Go ahead. Clap your hands twice. Thank you. There. Now turn on the light. You better... Jack! Jack, where is it? Where's that body? I clapped my hands twice. It is gone. You're crazy. There was a dead man lying right on that spot less than a minute ago. What became of him? My son, the powers of the mystic are beyond your comprehension. Rubbish. Jack... Turn the flash on this here maestro. Let's have a look at it. Yes, let's have a look at you. If you wish. I say, holy jumping catfish. Will you look at what we got? I told you I was fat and ugly. Well, I swear to my grandma, you wasn't kidding. You're just about the fattest man I ever did see. I wouldn't doubt it. Fella, you're darn near as broad as you are long. So you're the maestro, huh? I am. What's your name? <laughs> Maestro is sufficient. Reggie. Yes, Jack. You stay right here with this man. Don't let him get up off that packing case. Right. Doc and I are going to search this boxcar. For the dead man. For the dead man. <laughs> Murder amuses you? Look at your hands. What's that? I suggest you look at your hands. Well? You touched the knife that was in the man's heart. Are there any signs of blood on your fingers? No. Isn't that odd? A man stabbed in the heart bleeds profusely. That's true, Jack. There was a dead man in his car. Another simple excursion into the world of mysticism. Rubbish. Come on, Doc. We're going to look for that body. Well, there sure ain't much looking to be done in a boxcar. Empty boxcar's about the easiest thing I know to search. Here, wait. Huh? Well, hey, it's a little dancer, Nasha. Now, hold your flash down close. Yes, I want to look at her. Was doggone. Just as pretty as she said she was. Sleeping like a baby. That's what I wanted to make sure of. Well, she is, ain't she? Yes, there's no faking about that. Doggone, fella. Can you imagine a little honey like that is traveling around the country with a big, fat, ugly buzzard like a maestro? Beauty and the Beast. And darn it, she ain't plumb crazy about it. Queer set. Well, there's nothing down on this end of the car. If you mean corpses, they ain't. All right, let's try the other end. I don't really think we'll find nothing, though, do you? There was a dead body in here. Well, are you convinced? We aren't through yet. I heard you talking down there. You find the girl? Yeah, uh, Nash is getting her beauty sleep. Well, when you search to your satisfaction, come back. I, I enjoy your company. Thanks. <laughs> come on, Doc. Sure is a good-natured old hypnotist. Hmm. Now, looky, Jack, uh, you going to insist that there was a murdered man? Yes. Well, all right, then, then we got a right to say that Nasha was turned into a tiger. Baloney. But tiger or dead man, one makes just as much sense as the other. That woman in the tiger gag was just a trick. Optical and oral illusion. It was dark. We didn't actually see the tiger. But we seen green eyes in the dark, and we heard it a snarling. Illusion, I tell you. Well, all right, then, then uh, why ain't the dead man an illusion, too? Because I had hold of him. But in the dark. Maybe, uh, 
Maybe he had that fixed up some way. These magician guys are smarter than a whip. You see anything down here? Well, there ain't nothing down here. I feel kind of silly even looking. Silly, huh? Yeah, I do. Him sitting there playing tricks on us and laughing at us and all the time us taking it serious. All right, come on. Of course, I know you still ain't convinced. I know there was a dead man. Then where'd it go? Yes, Mr. Packer. Where did it go? All right, all right. Well, how about the car door? No, I didn't move off this box. I was sitting here right in front of you all the time. I couldn't see you in the dark. But I was right in front of you, talking to you. <laughs> no, if you have any idea that I threw a dead man out of that car door... <laughs> You're quite mistaken. You maintain it was an illusion? I maintain I opened the door into the world of mysticism. Just a crack. What you been doing while we were away, Reggie? Reggie. Hey, hey, Reggie. Turn on the flashlight, Jack. Don't be alarmed. Your friend has nearly gone to sleep. Asleep? He must have been very tired. Reggie. Hmm. Reggie, what's the matter with you? Let me alone, Jack. Hmm. Time. Yeah, Doc, get hold of him. Help me get him up on his feet. Yeah. Come on, Ridge. Wake up. Come no, on, get no, up. Let me alone. The chap has let me alone. That's it. Walk him around. Come on, Ridge. Snap out of him. <laughs> That's it. Stretch and wake up. What's it? What's going on? You all right? Naturally, I'm all right. What made you think otherwise? What made us think otherwise? Hey. I just remembered. You remembered what? Nasha, that girl, she's been killed. Hey. But I saw it. I know it. I saw it. You saw Nasha She too? must have been. She walked up to the door of the car and plunged out head first. She done what? She... I saw her. Now look, Reggie. It's as black as the inside of your hat. How could you possibly have seen her jump out the door? I, I, I don't know, but I did. Doc, take this flashlight and go back to the end of the car and show Reggie she's back there asleep. Yeah, come, come on, fella. It was beastly all over before I could move. Well? I don't think you and I are going to get along. That's a pity. What did you do to Reggie? I'm afraid you have a suspicious mind. He didn't go to sleep of his own accord. He didn't? Nasha didn't jump out that door, and you know very well she didn't. I didn't say... Jack! Jack, she's not here. What's that? Jack, did you hear? Nasha's gone. She's not here. It's just as I said, Jack. I saw her float out of the door of the car. That's ridiculous. But it's the truth. Doc, go down and look at the other end of the car. Yeah, yes, but Jack, I know what I'm talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. You've been asleep. Asleep? Yes, you have. When Doc and I came back from examining the car, you were lying on the floor asleep. You're sure? Certainly I'm sure. Anything you think you saw, you dreamed. Well, I don't believe it. Nope, she ain't down here, Jack. You look good? Sure I did. She just plain ain't in this box car. Your friend, Mr. Long, is right, Mr. Packard. And I suppose you're going to say you saw her dive out the door, too. As a matter of fact, I did. Uh, to throw even more light on the subject, I caused her to do it. You made that girl jump out of this train going like we are? I did. But look here, that's murder. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I'd like to know why it isn't. A train going the way it is, well, she couldn't possibly have come through alive. Besides, this is mountain country, ravines, precipices. The girl may have fallen a hundred feet. You boys still don't believe, do you? Don't believe what? That I have the mystical power necessary to conduct acts which to you appear uh, supernatural. Are you going to tell us now that we're witnessing another of your experiments in mysticism? Exactly. You say you caused her to leap out of the car. I suppose you can cause her to leap back in again. I didn't say that. Reggie, tell us exactly what you saw. You mean when Nasha... Yes. 
What did you see? Well, I saw her come from the end of the car where you saw her asleep. Don't you see how ridiculous that is? You can't even see your hand in front of you. Yeah, I, this was different. There was a faint glow about her. I don't know how to explain it. It's like a firefly. Where in Leon Knight, huh? Oh, I mean it. Luminous. Her body, her hair. She glided along till she got to the door. And she stood there for a moment and... And then suddenly she just seemed to float off into the air. You actually saw her? I mean, after she left the car, you saw her out in the air? Yes, yes, for a moment. I could I could see the wind blowing her luminous hair, and then all of a sudden she disappeared. But Reggie, what'd you stand there for? Why didn't you yell? I don't know. I began to feel heavy, sleepy. I say, that's what happened, Jack. The minute she floated out there, I went to sleep. That's great. But I, I, I couldn't help it. Jove, I never felt so sleepy. Did the maestro here touch you? Mm, no. No, I don't think so. No, I didn't touch him. Well, I don't know the answer, but I think the whole thing's a lot of silly hocus pocus. But doggone it, Jack, the girl's gone. Yes, and so is the body of that dead man. I know they're gone. I also know there was a dead body here. And I know that if that girl jumps out the car door, she's dead. The ways of mysticism. I don't care anything about the ways of mysticism. You sit there like a big, fat spider creating evil. I think you're a murderer. And I'm not so sure, but what you're not a double murderer. I know. A man convinced against his will. Jack! Jack, look. Yes, yes. She, she, she's coming back. Floating in through the doorway, just the way she left. Nasha. Nasha, do you hear me? She's, she's just returned from another world. She must have time. Floating back to the end of the car. I want to talk to that girl. You will have the opportunity. Just give her a minute. You see? You see how luminous she is? How she glows? Hey, look, it, it, it went out. She don't shine no more. The power that surrounded her has left. The power surrounding her? I think she's ready to talk to you now. Nasha, come here. We'll see what she has to say. Nasha? I am here, Maestro. Nasha, where have you been? Away. Way away. It was cold there, very cold. Here, let me feel your hands. Yes, I am cold. Yeah, you're like ice. Yes, I am cold. How did you get so cold? In the faraway country. But I did not mind the cold then because everything was so beautiful. Mr. Packer doesn't believe you. Shall I stick a knife into him? No, Nash. Here, let me look at you in the flashlight. So you can see how beautiful I am? Let me see your hands. They are beautiful, too. Hello. What's this blood on your hands? Blood? And rust. Iron rust. No. No, not blood. Not blood. Blood and rust. No. Oh. Catch her, Doc. Yeah. Got her. Put her down at my feet. I will heal her. <laughs> 